Audibletrial.com slash talk it out. Sign up for a free 30-day trial where you get access to over 1,800 different audiobooks and you get one free audiobook download. Sign up now. That didn't sound exciting. Sign up now. Sign up now. Sign up now. I like the sign up now. Sign up now. So this is KT, Joy, Gabby, and Tuesday. Tuesday's here. Uh, So today's episode is going to be about relationships, like platonic or platonic relationships and romantic relationships and how we feel about uh, all types of different relationships and what we're doing with ours. So, uh, to start it off, I want to start it with family, because family is really important to all of us, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, my first question is, is blood thicker than water? Depends on the family. That's so weird to say, but it is. I'm sorry. Go ahead. What does blood think thicker than water mean for those of us that are so not familiar with to me, that kind of means that family is going to be better than your friends in the long run. Why do they compare that to water? Why is I, don't, water? I don't know. Maybe, like, water isn't... I thought it was blood was thicker than mud. No, it's no, blood it's water. thicker than water. I, I, I've heard mud, too, water. before. But I've never heard mud. Blood thicker than mud. I've heard mud. I think that, like Joy said, that it's basically depending on the family. Some people in our family that... I wouldn't trust anything with, but I will with my friends. And why? Like, why do you trust? So, so only some family members are thicker than water. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> my mom. I would tell anything to her, but my aunt, no. Yeah, and for Ooh, me, it's the gosh. opposite. Like, I'll do anything for my family, but. And, like, and my friends, me, I, I think personally, because I think friends become family. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But when it comes down to it, if I have to choose between my family and somebody else, then I'm going to choose who, the person who I'm most loyal to, which will mostly be my family. Okay. It depends on who it is, but mostly my yeah. family. So, to uh, Tuesday, you said you tell anything to your mom. So, is it okay to disown your parents if if they are being uh, not thicker than water? <laughs> <laughs> is it okay to disown your parents if you're in an unhealthy relationship with them? I don't know. Um, it really depends on how the relationship is. Um, if it's really abusive and your life would be better without them, yeah, go ahead. But with me and my mom, she's supportive of everything, and I don't have to worry about that. What about you, Gabby? You haven't really said much. Nothing. Because I was letting y'all talk. But <laughs> if I, I obviously don't have this type of relationship with my parents, but if it came to the point where my parents were just being abusive and manipulative and just becoming terrible people and bringing harm to me, then 
there you just sometimes you just gotta cut people off, even if they are your parents. Because mm-hmm. okay, you stay and you tolerate your parents, but that that's causing stress on you and that's that's hurting your mental health and they may cause you to, to live a shorter life because you're just trying to to do what society tells you you should be doing when in fact you could have been you could be living living a more productive life if you just you know kind of cut them cut them off sometimes you just got to cut them off altogether but um if if you're in that situation and that's what you need to do I think you should you should do it so you talked about like manipulation like um what what to you is the difference between being mentally abusive or physically abusive and, and being manipulated by them compared to a healthy relationship I'll um pass the question on to joy what is what is your definition of a healthy relationship um I think my 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 whole relationships are mostly based on loyalty. If I'm there for you, you there for me. It's a give and exchange relationship. And I just feel like <clears throat> I just feel like some people take if people are taking advantage of you, I hate to be taken advantage of. So that's just my number two pet peeve. Like, don't take advantage of me and don't disrespect me. That's number one. Don't disrespect me. And I feel like if you're doing those things, then you're not very a very good friend or very good romantic partner. So for me, that would have to be a person who's loyal to you and respects you. That's mm-hmm. all I really ask for. What do you think, KT? To me, a healthy relationship is one that you can talk to that person mm-hmm. and they respect you and how you feel and you respect them and how they feel and you don't down them or hurt them or mm-hmm. anything like that when it comes to mental and physical. Mm-hmm. Um, manipulative relationships to me is where that person is, because there's types of manipulation and uh, uh, but to me, like it, the most one that I have experienced myself is where that person, you guys are in an argument and you're, it's a very heated discussion and you're going back and forth. And then uh, at first they're like, okay, well, I understand where you're coming from and, and I can kind of relate to you. And then by the end of the thing, it, it's like, no, sorry, you're the one that's actually doing all the wrong thing. And this is the reason why I am the way I am. And so like, I don't think that's healthy at all. And I completely think it's okay to disown parents, especially if they treat you like you're yeah. like you're someone else, like you don't even belong to them, mm-hmm. or treat them like they're, you know, if you're beating them or whooping them, or if you have disrespected their, how they feel and how they react to certain things. Um, and I just think that at the end of the day, it's like, you don't need, like like Gabby was saying, you don't need them type of people in your life, whether they're your parents or not. Like, it doesn't mm-hmm. matter. You don't need that in your life. You don't need that stress. Like, the world has enough stress. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't need to have my parents as well treating me, like, awful Yeah. if I have everyone else treating me awful. You know, your, right. your family is supposed to be there and love you and guide you and respect you, but how you, they can't... You know, you can't, your parents can't expect respect if they've never respected you to be given. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You, you're so much um, stronger than uh, me because 
um, my relationship with my dad is not good and I have yet to cut him off like I sh- probably should. Um, and it could be because he has my brother and I love him or whatever. Mm-hmm. But it's mostly just because I just haven't wanted to do that yet. And I probably should. I probably need to. But he's my dad and he's my family. And I I strongly believe that. I believe like if we ever really needed each other. Hey, I need you to do this. Please. Like like I'm mm-hmm. going I'm, I'm to be some serious poo-poo if this doesn't happen. <laughs> I think we'll be there for each other then. Like when he was in the hospital, I, I went mm-hmm. every day. But as far as every day to day relationships with him, it's just it's not where it should be. Right. As long as we when we ignore the facts in the room and the big pink polka dotted elephant, it is. But to me, mm-hmm. to me, you know, you, you're right. Like that is something very strong that people don't really talk about. Like it's okay to disown your parents. Like for me, uh, I I have kind of disowned one of my parents and not spoken to them in a very, very, very long time. And they are, uh, you know, they do have my sisters as well. I have four little sisters that they are around that I don't hardly ever get to see or talk to or spend time with because of that situation. Mm -hmm. But in the long run, I think it has made me, like, it has made me feel so much better. Mm -hmm. Obviously, she is, like, that is my parent. But at the same time, it's like, mentally, I feel amazing Mm -hmm. because previously it was just like, dragging me down all the time I constantly had to worry about it and like Gabby again was saying like you shouldn't have to do that but that brings me kind of to the next next question is it okay to cut that B off even if y'all have been friends family or whatever for a very long time (laughs) yes yes yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) I've cut everybody that needed to be cut out of my life out except for my dad Uh like I give no other chances. <laughs> hey, uh, so Tuesday, how do? You, what about you? Because you haven't really said anything about the parents other than at all. You said so. Yeah. Go ahead. So um, I had this <laughs> friend, and we were talking for a while. We were like best friends, mm-hmm. and she would find ways not to talk to me. She even lied about her mother dying. <laughs> then she would text me during her mother's funeral, and <laughs> what? She would just lie about everything. She lied about not being with her boyfriend whenever she would always send pictures of her and them Mm -hmm. together. It was just too much. And I was like, bye. And then I also had another friend that I was (laughs) friends with for since seventh grade that I just recently cut off because all she ever talked about is what she she was going to do with another guy when she left from my house or what she... Just drama, basically. That's all it was. And I was like, nope, can't do this anymore. You got to do it. You got to do it. And, yeah, I've had had to do that in the past couple (laughs) years. And I I don't know. How does it make you feel? Because you're kind of like, uh-huh, Right, because I have given people a gazillion (laughs) chances because I feel like, well, maybe they'll change or whatever and... You got to show them grace and you got to have patience. For six years. (laughs) But eventually it comes to the point, hopefully you get to this point where it's just like enough is enough. And I eventually, I had to come to that point with with certain people. And after they had screwed me over a gazillion times, after that gazillion and one time, you just like, 
I just yeah. gotta do this. And then you feel what when you're about to do it, you're like, Oh, you feel so bad, but then after you do it, it's just like peace. Right. And just like yeah. this it, is it really I should've is. I should have yeah. been done this. You should you know? have. <laughs> so but um I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> I mean that kind of brings it to like back to the mentally abusive or physically abusive thing, like um, what about the people who are like the women and the men who are stuck in these relationships and, and people like shame them. They're like, well, why don't they just break up with them if they're beating them? Or why don't they just do this if they're the worst person they ever been with or whatever? Like yeah. it's not always that easy. And I don't think a lot of people really understand that it's not always that easy, especially when you're, you think that that's love or you feel like that's love. And and that's the only thing you've known, like. And and here's the thing, like they they shame those people, but then they'll shame you, and they're like, uh, "How dare you leave your mom? How dare you leave your mom?" And it's the right. same, it's the same situation when a lot of times, as children or just growing up with family, you you deal with people that are toxic to you, but because of like I said, society standards, you're trained and taught to stay with them. So when you get into a relationship. You might end up bringing those same bring mentalities same people, into right. that relationship. And so it's just the same thing. And that completely happened to me. Like 100% like my my mom, like you're saying, like she was really, really toxic to me. And then I got into a relationship with men who were toxic like she was, mm-hmm. never feeling like I was good enough, never feeling like I was going to live up to these standards or, you know, just uh, being and not being beat because they didn't beat me but I mean just being shamed constantly and just not feeling like I was okay emotionally abused right yeah just emotionally being pushed down and it was just like you're completely correct it's like a vicious cycle and if you don't get in get out of it then uh, you just never do and you're just constantly in that just forever and ever and ever right right. and the world wonders why there's so many like mental health patients well why the suicide rating is so high right Uh, but uh, this kind of is a good question because we're talking about other people being toxic to us Uh, but Tuesday what is one of the worst things and I want a story that you did (laughs) as a friend or a partner she demands a story (laughs) I want a story from all of you guys because this way I gotta think about it hold on I need the worst thing you ever did to someone Uh, I don't really have a story but I've always been in like a group of friends and sometimes a friend would come to me and be like, hey, I have a secret. Don't tell anybody else. And then I would go around and tell all the other people <laughs> oh in the group. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh-uh. Never tells you any of my secrets you can, again. If you can tell me, then you can tell everybody else since we're supposed to be so open and everything Mm-mm. with each other. Nope. I'm never Negative. telling you a secret again Tuesday. No, well, like, <laughs> well, I know not too many. Like, I had this friend. We're just going to call her B. And she didn't really like the girl named T, but T was in our group, and she would always be talking crap about T, and I'm just like, T, you know she really don't like you. Right, like oh. in a little, if you guys are in a group message, and then they like privately message you. Yeah. Oh, I do that all the time. Thing. I'll Me be too. like, uh, like, why did she say that in the group nerves. message? <laughs> did you see what what's her name said? About you, Gabby. Oh, that was loud. Um... When you said that, the first thing I thought about was in middle school. Uh-oh. Oh, we can go that far back? Yeah, you can go back as far as you need to. Well, you go, And um, it's Middle school was just terrible. But one of the things <laughs> that pops up in my head, 
I had this friend, and we were friends like from elementary all the way up to to high school, like talking friends, you know. Um, and we hung out and stuff. And she was on the basketball team, and um, one of the girls at the school had a party, and they didn't invite her to the party, but she invited like all the other girls to the party, and so. When we were driving from driving in my, the girl who had the party's van going to uh, basketball practice, we were all in the car. And we were like, "Oh, God, we gotta hide. We gotta hide because we don't want her to see her, see us, so she can get like embarrassed or whatever." But um, when we were in the car, they started talking real bad about that girl, like real bad. <laughs> like the one of the girls was like, "Yeah, the reason I didn't invite her is because she's this, that, and that." And they were like, "Yeah, oh, she's that, that, and that." And then, remember, y'all, listen to the self-hate one. I was just a terrible person back then. But um, I wanted to fit in. And they were like, uh, yeah, uh, I know KT, not KT, uh, Gabby, I know you're good friends with her, so you don't have to say anything. Or, you you know. And I was like, okay. But then when they would say something, I'd just like, be laughing and nod my head like, oh, uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> And it was he just wrecking myself, but it's just like middle school was just ooh. Yeah, I got plenty of little stories. Okay, I thought I thought about mine, you guys. Since go ahead. We can go that far back. It wasn't middle school, but it was high school, and I kind of was like, I don't think I ever really like in middle school, like Gabby. I didn't fit in at all. All the girls hated me. I did fit in. Oh. Well, yeah, you made yourself fit in. I, I, I too. I made myself fit in. I was like, yeah, I'm popular. Look at me sitting with the popular kids. I'm just but like, see, I didn't. I didn't fit. I, I was like the nerd. Uh-huh. Like, everybody, the girls hated me. The guys really thought I was weird because I wasn't trying to be with them, you know. Yeah. I'm like, we're, we're, we're in sixth grade. What do you need a boyfriend for? You're right. sixth grade. And then I guess because I didn't get a boyfriend in sixth grade, they didn't want anything to do with me, especially since I wasn't about to do none of the stuff stuff. Right. You know, keep your stuff yeah. to yourself. Anyway, but so in in high school, I went to White Station. And for those who don't know, it's a very different environment or it was, it used to be a very different environment than the school I was ended up at. But I ended up at a school where it was everybody from my middle school. Mm-hmm. And so it was those same people. And I found a group of people who were different, who didn't mind expressing themselves, who were a little loose with the rules. But still, you know, they weren't the average people. And Lord, I don't know why, but I just, you know how you hate not saying anything when somebody says something that's wrong or disrespectful yeah. oh my god yes uh, well this guy it was i there were a lot of uh, there were a lot of white people and or mixed people or people who really didn't identify as black and it was just me and one other or two other black girls and one black girl she really was she she didn't identify herself as black what i know but anyway so she would joke and make jokes about color or whatever. And, you know, some, some some jokes are okay. Some jokes are funny. But then you go get to the sensitive part. And this white guy says something, something, something inward. And he says, and I'm just looking like, what? What in the world? And then this other girl says, oh, well, you can't say that. The other black, the black girl who didn't identify as black, she says, well, you can't say that. You know, Lexus is here. And she's a, and he's like, Alexis doesn't mind, do you? We can say it n- n-word, right? Because the n-word doesn't like. 
he just kept saying it. And I was like, he's like, you don't mind, do you? And I'm like, no. <laughs> You trying to fit in yourself I was that was the only and I felt so bad about it that I didn't say anything speak to up them. yeah that I didn't speak up and ever since then there has been like a you have to say what you want to say otherwise I felt tre- I felt a tremendous amount of guilt I went home and cried oh okay so the worst thing I ever did to a friend is ignore them or cut them off like so quickly. Like if you're my friend, you do one thing wrong, I'm cutting you off. It doesn't matter. <laughs> like at that point, like you're gone. Like and my my dad actually, I was talking to him about that one time, and he was like, "Yeah, as soon as someone does something wrong to you, just never talk to them again." And that's so true. Like you can literally say, like you can just be mean one time, and you're gone. Like that's it. You wow. Don't, you don't have to. And that's so petty, I guess. I hate your shoes. Cut off. Uh, <laughs> but I do like I just cut people off like so quick. It doesn't even it matter. Ain't gonna cut that right, off. exactly. Negative. But that's just me, like just constantly cutting friends off because I feel like there's a million other people in this world. Why should I have to continue to keep one person in here that isn't even contributing to my existence? Right. I want to bring it because we've been just talking about friends and like family. I want to bring it to like romantic relationships. Oh, no. dun, dun, dun. What are two things, and you only get two things because we ain't got all day. <laughs> what are two things that you're looking for in a partner? And I'm going to start it with you Tuesday. Someone who is open to anything, like they would accept me how I am, and and they're honest with me. Mm -hmm. That's your two things? Yeah. Sweet. I can agree with those. Yeah, those are good. What are two things I would look for in an ideal mate? Somebody that is, again... they got they gotta be knowledgeable about this stuff, like like about uh social justice stuff. This this gotta be they can't be ignorant to that stuff because it's like I, I don't have time to, to teach you uh sociology one on one. Oh mm, true. We burn that's true. And after that they just gotta be um respectful to me. They gotta respect me. What is do you it, mean by that? Um, I think because when you have respect, all that other stuff falls in line. Mm-hmm. If, if they respect you, they're going to be honest. If they respect you, they're going to be faithful, uh, faithful true. They're going to be kind, yeah. uh, loyal, all that stuff. So respect is important. Hmm. That's good. Uh, that That's a good answer. What about you, Joy? Um, they have to be, first of all, you have to be a man of God. Mm-hmm. Secondly, because when you, because that's just like first and foremost with me. You can't be like, oh well, I believe, but I I don't really believe in anything. Because for me, if you don't believe in anything, then you're not about anything. That's just for me. And I feel like that people when people when I say that people people are like, so you have to believe in God or you're not about. No, I didn't say God. I said you have to believe in something to be about something for me. Mm-hmm. But I feel like the my future mate. <laughs> that word's so funny to me. Um, he has to be a man of God, obviously, and then secondly, he has to be fun and funny. 
because I'm a stay at home kind of person and I need somebody who's going to get me out there. Yeah. And we can go rock climbing. We can go bungee jumping. We can go, you know, um, yeah. Yeah. That's sweet. Oh, how romance. sweet. Right. You get, uh, Casey. Oh, I don't really care. Just as long as you like me. Nice. <laughs> oh, I don't like a buckle I'm trying to think. Uh, I need someone that is respectful, I guess, like Gabby was saying. Because that's, that's right what you're saying. Like, if they respect you, then they're going to uh, be okay with being true and honest and everything like that towards you. Um, and then I also need someone... Who is going to understand me? Oh, that's a big one. Yeah. I mean, the social social justice one is really, really up there for me. But the second one, like, I need you to understand where I'm coming from sometimes. Like, uh-huh. with how I've, I... I'm a very emotional person mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So, I need someone who's going to be very understanding of that. Tuesday's just nodding her head. <laughs> yeah. Like, emotional, I, yeah. I am so emotional about everything. Like, I'm clingy and just, and blah, 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 blah. But that that brings me to my next thing. Okay. How do you guys feel about those those photos that you see on Facebook? And it's, like, relationship goals. And it has, like, a, someone texting someone 30 million times. And it says, baby, 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 with a million hearts and, like, all this crazy stuff. That's a negative. Like, don't be a, or don't what about that nerves. one? Hold no. on. What about that one where Good it enough. says... Hold on. It says, baby, my stomach hurts. And tell the guy, so the person says, let me talk to your stomach. And then, so she says, okay, here's my stomach. And so then they say back, wait, they say back, look, this is her daddy, Mr. Stomach. I need you to stop doing whatever to my baby. What kind of like, nasty <laughs> like, daddy dumb stuff I don't know, that? but That's it's that? hilarious what? to me. I, I'm so confused. Right now. <laughs> that, I hate those. I hate those so much. I mean, there are some cute ones. There, there's one that um, you know how. Well, I know me when I'm when I'm having my um my monthly my bicycle ride. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> um, I I just feel real. My mood shifts all the time. And this one that says one relationship go meme that says the girl's like. I'm ugly. And the guy's like, I'm pregnant. And she's like, what? Mm. And the guy's like, I thought we were stating the impossible. I think that's sweet. Oh, and I think wow. that's nice. That's kind of cheesy. Corny. Cute. That's yeah. corny. corny. I'm all about Very. the cheesy. <laughs> corny. I like wait, corny too. Wait. I really like corny. I don't, well, that's too corny for me, but I like the, like the nerdy corny, I guess. Nerd corn. Yeah. yeah you got to be able to vibe with me. <clears throat> okay. Um, so that, that made me think of a question. Um, since we're talking about social media and these relationship goals, uh, what do you think about those couples that share face a Facebook page? Well, but we're going to share a Facebook whoa, whoa. page, okay. me and mine. We surely uh, will. Uh, Let me tell you why. Uh, because I shall not. He can have his own Instagram page. No, 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 no. We'll share Instagram. Yeah, you guys will share Instagram. And a Facebook. Because nah, we got direct messaging on both. And I don't need none coming from mine. Uh-uh. But you should have that respect and trust. Trust. He, is. he can exactly. get on there anytime he wants. <laughs> I think mm-hmm. most of the I'm time just joking, when y'all. somebody has that joint Facebook account, somebody's did something. Right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Or the girl's just over obsessive. Or he could be overly obsessive. Don't put I mean, it on too. That's just their stereotypes. I'm just saying. Oh, to me, no. That would never happen. Like, I mean, I, I can't. That's just ridiculous. If you don't trust me enough to be in a relationship with me and we can have our own freaking social media accounts. I mean, like, why you do you need my, your own, though? Like, no, I'm, I'm talking about like, once you're married and everything, not when you're boyfriend, girlfriend, or even I mean, fiance. why wouldn't you need your own? I'm just why wondering, because anything like, I get invited to, you're going to come, and anything you can invite to, you're going to come. We should all have the same friends by then. We're going to be joined it together, oh, my crazy. friends or your friends. I'm sorry. Not necessarily. No, I'm we sorry. We have separate friends, but I'm talking about Facebook friends, because your Facebook friends aren't really your friends. No, not necessarily. I think even if it was, it's like sometimes you just want your own thing. Because what if y'all have different interests? You like right. memes. The other person don't like memes. They like re- listening to watching videos on Facebook. Right. Like, it's, and I feel I like know, that's just, just like way just too, too much. much. Well, I don't. I don't really get on social media. For me, I'm right, not. A, you don't even get I, on. I, I don't so even get on social just... media. But if I decided to get on there, and I see that because we share the same, I'm gonna see what's happening. A monthly checkup, and if he just insists <laughs> again, trust issues. And if he trust just, issues, no, oh, I feel like oh. okay. Well, if y'all y'all don't like that idea, he can have his own Facebook page and Instagram. <laughs> but I'm gonna need those passwords. Uh, no, I think that people who do that—no offense to you—if you did want to do that, but like I have, I I know passwords. Like I I know passwords, and I know phone phone locks, and I know like I I know all of that. But I feel like I don't need it. Like if I'm in a relationship with you, why do why should I have to check up on you, and why should I have to? Like I said, if it's a trust thing, and like I trust you, so. Even though I got your password and even though I got your lock code, I'm not going to go through your phone and I'm not going to read like intimate texts that you have between you and your friends. If you're talking about me, then so be it. You know, you can't talk to me about everything. Sometimes you have to because what you're talking about could be talking about about me. And sometimes you got to get your outlet on other places, you know. Oh, you want to know something I want to bring up? What? You know, a lot of times in those onk, uh memes, they be having stuff like the woman, a woman should do this, 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 and that. And they never say, like, what the man should do. Or when they show the woman, yeah. she's, like, holding the man up. Support your man. Right. Be there for your man. Do this and that for your man. But they never, like, say what the man should do. And did you see that other, it was, like, a, a parody of those and it was like a real woman would sell her legs, eyeball, and arm for her husband oh, to get yeah, in the car. I, I've never seen that one. But before me, those memes, I ain't got time for that. Because right. if I'm willing to do something for you, you better be willing. My, my, okay, so my man better be down exactly. for me. With the relationship goes again. I want to bring up uh, like the how come. Because I, I don't know about y'all's feed. But I do follow uh, some relationship goal pages on Facebook because I'm lame and corny. But. I didn't realize that so many of those relationship goals are just like high school aged white kids, like just wearing the most basic <laughs> thing in the entire world. And people are like relationship, relationship goals. goals, right? Or like these two people are like literally holding hands and someone says relationship goals. <laughs> or, or like that some one picture just of that hold, white some people guy. just want to be around somebody. Hold on. No, no, no. There's a picture of a white guy and he's in a suit. Okay. Uh-huh. And he's with a white woman and she has heels on and someone's like relationship goals. Like how do you even know what their <laughs> relationship is you about? Don't. You don't. Right. You don't. Like what kind of image are you building for your relationship? If it's all just external 
external <laughs> external image. What? I have one more question. Um, Do you know? Since we're talking about love, I mean, we're talking about relationships and the relationship goals. Why are we so obsessed as a society of like falling in love and being married? Like, I seen you Ooh. liked an article, Gabby, on Facebook of how being married isn't an accomplishment. Like, we should uh -huh. be, you know, because women... Is or isn't? It isn't. Because it, women, we're based mm. on, are we marryable? Like, are we... That's not a real word, but are we... Uh, Mary, marriage Are you the marrying type? Yeah, marriage are we type. the marriage type? Like, why mm. are we so obsessed with being marriage ready? Like, how come I can't just be educated and wonderful and you'd be like, okay, well, I'm going to marry her or something like that. Like, I just don't feel like... Like, I think, uh, we put too much uh, emphasis on marriage and being in love and stuff like that. I, I, but that's what I think. I don't know about y'all. Uh, Tuesday. Because y'all just staring at us. <laughs> <laughs> I personally would love to be married. And Boom. All, all because I would feel like that I've been with this person that long, that I'm ready to be with this person the rest of my life. Because I'm the type of person that's gonna be with them for like six years before we even yeah. try to do anything right. else. Because y'all not gonna be married two weeks. I mean, to be in a relationship two weeks and then oh decide God. to get married. I know this married. guy who's <laughs> they've been in a relationship for like three months and they're already engaged and pregnant. Oh. So I know a couple who's lasted like fifteen, sixteen years, and they got married six months when they from when they met. Oh my God. Now they've been out there through it, but they done been they through it. Yeah. yeah, you know they have. Are they young or old? They were mid age when they got. Oh, okay. Well, maybe they, they were like grown. Yeah. But yeah. Kids, I'm talking about. Oh, that's not desperate. Kids our age. I'm like, talking about now. I'm talking about like <laughs> like at twenty twenty something. Yeah, 20? Well, like why are us women or a lot of women so obsessed with being married with with like these extravagant weddings and? But that's kind of. I don't think that's every trained, woman. We're trained. That's kind of what we're trained to be. It. I just want to know like, like why. Like if you look at just. Fairy tales, or whatever. The ending is always that the, the lady get married to the prince, and they lived happily ever after. And you have toys where you can dress up the little lady, the princess, so she can marry her little prince or whatever. They, they just they emphasize that on us, and, and especially like when you become teenage age, because then it's about you have to be pure for your husband. You have well, I, to. I, many people that's thrown out the window for many people. Basically. You have to. You have if to live a clean pure, life for don't. your husband. You have to be respectful for your husband, and you're not even. You're like 16. They're already talking about this, but for guys, 16. They was talking about that at like eight. It was like 12 where I live. Right. Whenever I was like, well, I mean, regardless, whenever I was a kid, I remember so. I, me and my cousin Kayla, we were sitting in the back seat of a truck. We were going down the street, and or not in the back seat. We were sitting in the trunk, like the the bed of the truck. And um, me and her were talking about this was we were probably like seven years old, seven or eight years old, and we were talking about how when we get older, we're gonna marry us a rich man, and we goals. <laughs> we yeah, that's what we would do. Like we were goalsing that as uh, like seven years old. We were like, 
we want to marry a rich man and he's going to have a job and we're going to stay at home and blah, 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 blah. Like just playing into all these stereotypes and like. Well, that's what I'm saying. How many, how many seven-year-old boys are talking about, ooh, I can't wait to get married. When I get married, I'm going to have a big wedding. My, my cousin, yeah, I'm about to say my cousins do that. They're 10 and 8. They be oh, like, my, when I get married, I'm going to have me a fine like woman. That. Well, they, they talk like that. I want a big old truck. They be like, to go yeah. mudding every day when I get older. That's, That's what I It's on their minds that they're going to get but married. But no, it's more when, about guys. It's like, yeah, I'm finna have a, a wife or whatever. I can't wait because she's going to be pretty and fine. It's not even. It's not about like, I can't wait to have a wedding. I can't wait to to see how my dress is. I can't but wait to live forever But they know in order to get that this. wife, they're going to have to get married. But they really don't think about that. They just know that when you get married, you have a pretty little lady. And yeah, it's kind of like they're sexualizing them at a young age. I'm not maybe not sexualizing them, but like, like kind of hyper because as men they over sexualize women like all the time like constantly mm-hmm. and so then like even little children are thinking about like oh i'm gonna have me a fine woman with and like with a big old butt yeah like what <laughs> like you're seven years old sit down <laughs> And if it was a, if a, a girl was talking like that, we'd say she'd be a fan. Yes, we sure would. Like we'll, it's we'll have to get standards. into that in our our feminism part two episode coming soon. But um, yeah, it's I want I want it. I want to be married. I want. Ain't nothing wrong with that. The no, whole because I want to be married too, and I still feel the same way about it. Like I I feel like, but I don't think I think that's an <laughs> earlier version of I I don't think today. I mean, of course, it's still that stereotype that's right. going to be here for a while. But I don't think it's as serious as it was back then because take a poll. Women have more rights now. Not even that, but take a poll. More women are not virgins. I mean, you know what I mean? You don't have to be pure mm-hmm. anymore. To get married. You know what I mean? I guess. I just think it's yeah. an older version of. I mean, but still in the. They preach it like if it is if you're preached. in the church. Yeah, I mean probably if you're not grown up in the church or whatever, it's not that emphasized. But if you're in the church, it's still emphasized. Whether it's enforced is another thing, um, and it still shames people. Like it's so shameful oh. to me, at least. Yeah, I think like if you've had people think if you've had sex with more than like three people by the time you're 19, you're basically they slut shame you. And it's horrible. If you're a woman. Because they haven't. If if you're you're a woman. woman. If you're a man, you can do it as many times as you want. Before you get married. And they're like, okay. It's crazy. You got it out your system. I'll never understand that because... First of all, they want you to be heterosexual, right? So, if you're a guy, you got to be doing it with a girl. You got to. So, if if you're doing it a gazillion times, you're doing it with some girl. Yeah. And you don't want the girl to do it. So, how's the dude going to do it? But here's my logic. But you want the dude to do it. Yeah, I'm confused. That like, doesn't make any sense. And the logic is like a man can do it a million times with m- multiple different girls. But okay, so like women, if they have sex with one man multiple different times, that's okay. But if they have sex with multiple men, one time, one time per man, the same amount of times as they would have sex with with the same man, then that's wrong. Like how? What's the logic think, in that? I think. Let me tell you where the logic is. Let me tell you where the logic is. Because not from me, you. not from my mouth, but from the people that I hang around. Uh-huh. And it's mostly from what I've heard. And when I heard it, I was just like, what? What do you mean? But somebody told me that a girl can get pregnant, which is why she has to um, be more careful, be more cautious. I said, well, it takes two to get pregnant. Exactly. Right. And they were like, well, no, 
the woman's going to be stuck with it if he doesn't do what he's supposed to. I said, well, that that brings the question. How are we raising our young men? Exactly. We're raising them just and, to be carefree. And they didn't want to hear that. Right, they were right, like, right. well, yes, I agree with that. But at the same time, it's going to be in her stomach. She's going to have to carry it for nine months. And if she doesn't, she's going to have to be the one who carries the weight of the bum 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 abortion if it happens uh-huh. and it's all about the woman and what she can or cannot do right. or should or should not do or i know we're going off topic but can we just talk about these dudes because i've been seeing on facebook now these these men's rights activists or whatever and they're MRAs. over here protesting child support I shouldn't have to pay child support. They taking, they garnishing my checks. This ain't right. I want to see my child. No, I agree. Let me tell you why I I agree. They shouldn't have to pay child support because they should be already taking care of their child. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's the thing. They're not, you're not taking care of your child, which is why you have to pay child child support. support. If you had custody of your child, if you were taking care of your child, the the woman would have to run over there for the government to To help her out to pay for your own child. They wouldn't garnish your wages if you paid, paid and helped exactly. out your child. Exactly. That you produced. That's the only way to get well, to like, man. But here's the thing. like That does happen, but then our dad... We always go off topic. I'm, yeah, we are always on topic. My, my dad, he was, ac- he was actually on child support like the entire time. Like He didn't pay a lot, but I mean, he paid enough, like a lot out of his checks, like especially if you're working a minimum wage job. Mm-hmm. And he helped us out outside of the child support so let's say for instance like he paid my mom for us three kids like 300 400 a month mm-hmm. he would also anytime my mom would message him and say hey i've got to go do this and this for the kids can you pay half he would always do that yeah that's, and, good. Like, that's good yeah that's great like there are men who are actually out there doing that yeah see that wasn't then, my dad when yeah. i needed a ride to tennis no, practice he went great. there my dad was great <laughs> he he Helped me get home from Texas one time whenever I got lost. Not really lost, but got kicked stranded. out of like a... Yeah, I got stranded. Yeah, he, my dad and was he, not there. He helped me out, but... That's why I'm, I just... That, this stuff just irks me. And then you see people... And it's crazy how we... Make excuses. Can, or no, you can have people deadbeat dads in your own family and nobody will say anything. Not a but thing. But if you have a deadbeat mom. Mama, the mama Ooh. ain't taking care of the child or Whoop whatever. She going out or whatever. She ain't gonna be allowed to nothing. They gonna talk to her like a dog. This dude can and get dead be dead. Let me tell something. you something. Mm-mm. My family is cray cray. I'm not my great great grandmama rest her soul. Mm. The both of the parents were dead beat, right? Uh-huh. I don't know who they were, but I do. I don't know the full backstory, but I do know this. Both of the parents wasn't there for their kids. And the, my great grandmother basically had to raise a child. Uh-huh. I know she cut the woman out the pictures. Hmm. Oh, she cut that woman out of every picture. And Ooh, ev- every picture. So but the man there, though. Oh, he's still uh, there? He's still there. Oh and when you no. look at the pictures and say, oh, what? Who is this? <laughs> what? 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 what Tyler Perry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you. Like, I was just like, oh, my God. And now maybe that might, might not be the story and it might be something else. Yeah. But. That's what that's I heard. What saying, yeah. That's one of the rumors floating around. But all I know is that. <laughs> Family rumors. But all I know is that she cut the lady head out of every picture in every photo album. That's and she's crazy. got a bunch. You can have people that's like 
deacons and pastors and stuff in your church that don't take care of their kids, but have the but have preaching. a woman over here who has the audacity to go to the club every once in a while and have Ooh, a drink horrible. and leave her children with the grandma. Oh my, I can't believe that. How dare you? They'll be all on Facebook talking about her. It's just so crazy. And I don't know how we got onto this, but if you are in a, <laughs> if you have a, a parent that is a deadbeat, don't, you don't have to stay in that relationship. When you get older, just and cut if them you're off. listening and cut if you're off. a Especially. mother or a father and you know you're not doing what you're supposed to do, take a breath and get on your job because you, you produce those yes. children. Okay, they didn't ask to be here. Not at all. Just we like you didn't ask to be here, and mm. you made the decision to have sex, and that means you have to take the responsibility, even if it is finding a better home for your child. Exactly. But yeah. Or releasing it into the wild. But <laughs> with the wildebeest. <laughs> right. Yes. Just give it to a childish. You know, and afraid. But yeah, that's been our uh, relationships episode and our child support <laughs> episode. <laughs> um, but we hope you enjoyed it. If you have any more comments, if you have any uh, any other things you'd like to add to it, make sure you hit us up. Our SoundCloud is soundcloud.com slash talk it out. You know, we're always responding to, to comments and we, we love talking on there. Also, our Facebook is facebook.com slash talk it out podcast. Our Yahoo is Talk It Out Podcast at Yahoo.com. And hit us up on Instagram at Instagram.com slash Talk It Out Podcast. We love to hear your comments. And mm-hmm. if you have any ideas on any new topics for our show, make sure you hit us up so oh, we can get to it. Thank you, everybody, for all the love and support. We can't believe it. Um, we can't believe what? We, we can't <laughs> believe all the support we've had because we have like- we've only had uh, eight eight nine episodes out and we got over like a thousand views and yes. uh everybody's uh sharing it and thank you thank you thank you thank you thank you thank you we thank appreciate you. it so about the audible though yes let me tell y'all something audible.com is no joke now i know we you know we support it we rep it whatever but it's literally no joke when you got kids and you want to get them little kids to sleep at night mm-hmm. those children books I swear we have to finish a new one almost every other night because they fall asleep. Yeah, and that yeah, means yeah. you can start again until they fall asleep. Right. That is just great. I just. Oh. Anyway, go get that 30 day trial, y'all. AudibleTrial.com slash talk it out. Also, stay tuned because we have a giveaway coming very, very, very soon. You don't want to miss it. Shout out Phil Tate for being on the, the last episode with us. Oh yeah. yeah! Hope y'all enjoyed that one. I hope y'all enjoyed that one. It was he really was uh, very entertaining and a and pleasure. We had to have. a very good discussion. Um, also, we got some issues again. The John Effect podcast again. BFFs you never had conversation car nights. Uh, then also uh, the wind down. This is KT. Tuesday. Yeah. Joy and Gabby. And this is talking. Talking. Talking.